Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are going to talk about influencer marketing. And before we get into our our real deep discussion, I just want to give you an overview of why we're going to be talking about this. And it really has to do with the fact that marketing has changed significantly over the years. It's really no longer about commercials and advertisements. It's more about developing relationships with your audience so that they can know, like, and trust you before they buy. And if we're going to get even more specific, it's about how you show up on social media, how your audience is finding not only your content, but also the content that your followers are posting about you and your products and services. And ultimately, the idea is to have raving fans who are spreading the word about how great you are rather than you tooting your own horn. And I like to give the example before, and I've done it a couple of times on marketing that won't break the bank, about the difference between website marketing and social media marketing. And really on your website, what you're doing is you're jumping up and down and saying, hey, look at us, look how great we are, even with your testimonials, because those are already your customers that are talking about you on your website. And uh, on social media, though, what what you're doing and what's hopefully happening is you're getting others to um, jump up and down and say, hey, look at this company, look how great they are because we've used them and these are the reasons why we, we think that they're great and you should new- use them too. And it's important that you you understand how how uh, social media marketing is influencing um, your audience as to who they're going to buy from, because uh, about 90 percent of consumers really trust peer recommendations and uh, user generated content is 50% more trusted by Internet users than traditional media. So like your your. commercials and your your print ads and all that sort of stuff. And consumers are 71% more likely to make a purchase based on those social media referrals. And 81% of U.S. consumers trust advice and information from blogs. So, so uh, social media and internet marketing really has influenced uh, consumers across the board in so many different ways. And in fact, there's a there's a um, survey that was done, and one of the questions was, which of the following forms of advertising is most effective at influencing you to make a purchase? And their choices were friend recommendations, uh, TV commercials, print ads, or banner display ads on the internet. And overwhelmingly, by uh, about 78% of the responders said that it was friend recommendations. So that that's really what's going on is that people are looking for what other people are saying about you and your brand before they even uh, get to know, like, and trust you because they want to know um, if you're someone that they can actually do business with. So the question is, 
how do you get others to talk about you besides your standard testimonials that you're, you've, you put on your website and in some of your social media postings? And the answer lies in what is known as influencer marketing. And this isn't really a new idea. We all know about celebrity endorsements of products and services, and it's been around for decades But what is new about this concept is the way that it applies to the modern internet and social media-based society. And, uh, And as a definition, influencer marketing is a type of marketing that focuses on using key leaders to drive your brand's message to the larger market. And rather than marketing directly to a large group of consumers or or clients, you instead are looking to inspire or hire or pay influencers to get that word out for you. And it really focuses on two marketing activities that we talk a lot about here on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank, and that's social media and content marketing. And the idea is that the influencer uses their social media networks to reach their followers with the content either you provide them or they generate around your products and services. Now, this may sound uh, a lot like content marketing, and in some ways it is, and it may also sound a lot like um, word of mouth. And um, and, and that's something that as uh, small business owners, we do a lot, of to- a lot of the time, and a lot of the time, most of our customers come from word of mouth. But there's a subtle difference between influencer marketing and word of mouth marketing, And what it is, is it's finding and engaging those key individuals um, in your your niche to uh, leverage their influence among their friends and family and followers using that word of mouth. It's getting beyond your sphere of influence and tapping into someone else's sphere of influence. And it's really just casting that larger net for that word of mouth experience. And then there's also another uh, type of marketing that um, is very closely related to influencer marketing, and that's advocate marketing. Um, And this is where your most loyal customers are actually sharing their love of your products and services. And in a lot of cases, that's done through those testimonials that we talked about a little, little while ago. But um, it differs from influencer marketing in that, Um, The idea with influencer marketing is you're finding influencers in your niche and not customers, not necessarily people who already know you and do business with you. Um, And they're the ones that are spreading the message to their audience. So what we're really talking about here is a collaboration between you and that influencer. And it isn't a quick find somebody or anyone with a large audience or following and pay them to endorse you and your products and services. Um, As with all social media and content marketing that we've been talking about, it's a slow, steady process. And, And what it's doing is it's building your expertise and authority with the help of someone who has access to that audience that you're really targeting. So the key to a successful influencer marketing campaign is actually in finding those influencers and and marketing directly to them. So instead of marketing directly to your target audience, you want to start targeting those influencers and figuring out a way to um, 
get them into your fold. Um, and, and what you're doing is you're spending part of uh, your time in, in your marketing efforts to cultivate those relationships with those influencers so that they begin to recognize you and build the trust in you so that in turn, they're really willing to collaborate with you to promote your products and services to their audience. And so the question after that is, well, how do you do that? And the answer lies in one of my favorite topics and that's identifying your uh, ideal customer or, or audience. And usually when we're talking about um, your ideal customer or your ideal audience, uh, we focus on their demographics, like their age, their gender, um, their income status, what their likes and dislikes are, and what their problems or challenges are. But for influencer marketing, we have to go a little bit deeper. And we need to focus on um, where they're hanging out online and what topics are of interest to them and how we're going to get to those people that are influencing your, your ideal customer. So these are both very important because what they'll do is they'll just help you identify those influencers in your, in your niche target. Um, so you need to ask them a couple of, you need to ask yourself a couple of questions and get into your customer's head. So those questions are things like, what blogs would I most likely follow to find more information on solving my problem or my challenge or further educate me on my chosen topic? And then on top of that, you want to know what those topics of, are of interest and where would you find all that information? And also, uh, what social media platforms are most actively talking about these topics and who in particular is providing the best information and interaction among them? And once you've been able to identify those social networks, those topics, and those other key criteria that are essential for your ideal customer, it's time to start searching for your influencers. And there are a couple of things that you want to look for in an influencer, and those include the context uh, where we're looking at how the person actually talks about or addresses the issues that align with your ideal customer. So, for example, if if you're selling cyber uh, cyberware security software, uh, you probably aren't looking for uh, the Kanye Wests of the world to be your influencer, even though they have tens of millions of followers, because their followers probably really aren't in that interested in cybersecurity. The next thing that you want to look at is reach. So after, after you've looked at that context, you want to make sure that they have the appropriate number of followers. And you want to remember that your goal is to reach as many people as possible. So your in, influencer, and this is probably obvious, has to have some influence. Now, um, read, when we're talking about reach, it doesn't mean that they have to have tens of millions of followers. They have, they just have to have enough of a significant influence on their followers to make them take action. And that's the last thing that you want to look for in, in an influencer and that's actionability. So, um, and, and this is a little more difficult to qual quantify, um, but you want to make sure that their audience is taking action. Um, and it's not just about, 
people that like what they're posting. It's really about what they're doing with it. And I, I found a quote that I really think is appropriate here by Jay Bear. And he says, true influence drives action, not just awareness. So you're really looking for those people that influence action takers. So it's not about getting those high profile celebrities to endorse your products and services. It's okay if they have a thousand or 2,500 followers, but as long as they're action takers and, and those would really be the ones that make the, the best partners for you. So um, the next thing that you want to do after you've kind of uh, put those three things into context is you want to start looking for your ideal influencer. And there's a couple of different things that you want to make sure that you take into account when you're looking at your ideal influencer um, and, and looking for that perfect partner. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that you uh, find the right personality to go along with your your particular niche. So you need to decide if you're looking for an activist, an informer, an authority, or or whoever that would best promote your product or service. And then what you want to do is you want to look at the genre of uh topics that they're looking at and the the genre that they're in so you want to pick one or two different genres you know one may be um, technology another may be marketing uh, if you're into fashion or, or beauty you might want to pick something along those lines uh, you just want to make sure that you're picking the right genre that will connect very well with your audience and then the next thing that you want to do is you want to look at your niche. And that's really where where are your um, your customers uh, looking for information? Is it in marketing? Is it in, uh, in accounting? What What is your actual niche or your industry? And there's a couple of more things that you're going to look for in your ideal influencer. But we'll take our first break and look at them when we come back. So stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we started looking at influencer marketing and how to identify those influencers in your industry or niche. And we looked at three things that you need to consider, which are context, reach, and actionability. And then we started looking at how you identify your ideal influencer. And we talked about choosing the right personality to go along with your brand. We talked about genre and making sure that you pick one or two different genres to uh, take Take a look at and see see if their audiences match yours. And then we looked at niches and making sure that you're choosing the niche or the industry, um, maybe one or two that uh, complement what uh, your products and services are and if they, if they would be of value to those audiences. Next, what you want to do is you also want to pick a topic that your ideal influencer sometimes talks about on social media or on their blog. And what you, what's going to happen is you're going to reference that topic when you start to reach out and explain um, to them why the two of you would make a, a good fit. And then the, the last thing that you need to consider is the type of reach. So uh, what I mean by that is are, uh, what are you after? What are some of the goals that you're looking for as far as uh, what you want to get out of your influencer marketing campaign? So is it site traffic you're after or are you after social media followers um, are, is the influencer that you're looking for, is they, are they an active blogger? Um, do you ha- are you looking to do a, a campaign that's really visually driven um, so that they need to be active on specific platforms like Pinterest or, or Instagram? Or are you looking at uh, Twitter and, and making sure that they're tweeting all the time? Or are you looking for um, someone who's just a blogger and, and just active on blogging and on Facebook? So what, whatever you think is best for your brand, you just need to narrow down those channels and the number of followers that each of those influencers have on those channels. So now that you kind of have an idea of who you're looking for it's actually time to start finding them. And there are a couple of different things that you need to consider before you start looking for those ideal influencers or your influencers online. So uh, the first thing, and, and we talked about this briefly, is you need to look at what your goals are. So so there, there's probably about four things that you can look for here. Um, one is brand awareness, which means um, how, how much you're you're reaching out for your campaign, uh, what kind of growth are you looking for on social media, 
Are you looking for the number of social media mentions? How, how do you want to grow your brand? Another one that you could, another goal that you could have is increase sales. So is there a particular product or service that you want to promote? And um, what is the growth in sales, in sales that you want? Um, and how are you going to designate it? So are you going to set up a coupon code or an affiliate link? Or how are you going to measure that? Uh, another one is uh, engagement and customer retention. So how how are you going to measure success through um, how they're engaging on social media, the number of repeat customers during the entire campaign, what, what does that look like? And then um, the last one is uh, increased social media following. So it's okay if that's what you want. If you if you're starting out in on social media and you just want to build your followers, that's a really good goal to have for an influencer campaign. And then uh, in addition to that, you need to identify how you're going to define that success. So based on those goals, what are the the metrics that you're going to use as to whether or not um, your campaign is successful. And the thing here is what you want to do is you want to record your before and after stats so that you can actually measure that, that success. So if your uh, goal is increased social media following, how many people did you have on, on Facebook following you um, before you started your campaign? And then how many did you have after you started their, your campaign? Or if it's increased sales, you can say, how many sales do I have per week uh, before the campaign? And then after the campaign, how many sales did I have um, each week or each day or, or whatever your measure is after the campaign? So then next, next what you want to do is based on your ideal customer avatar, you really want to decide what platforms you're going to concentrate on for your search search efforts for uh, finding those influencers, and um, and here the the some of the things that you may want to consider are if if you're going to do mostly visual images, you want to stick with uh, Pinterest or uh, Instagram. If you're going to be video focused, you might want to uh, look to Facebook and YouTube for your influencers. If you're text-based, you're probably going to want to look at um, Twitter and LinkedIn as your most popular um, social platforms. It's all based, though, on who your ideal customer is and where they're hanging out. So you need to keep that in mind. And, and of course, you should already have that uh, pretty much figured out because you have put together your ideal customer avatar. And if you haven't yet and you need some help with that, um, I suggest that you go back and listen to our episode two of Marketing That Won't Break the Bank, which is called Marketing to Your Ideal Customer. And we went through all of that and how to find your ideal customer and how to do the research and, and put it all together. And I gave you a couple of different examples of what an ideal customer avatar would look like. So now it's time to go find your influencers. Um, and there's a couple of different ways that you can go about doing this. The first, which is probably obvious, is to do some social media research. And it's probably the most affordable way to um, find those influencers. It's a little time consuming, but it's affordable because it's 
free. Um, and the way that you do that is to look um, manually on each social media platform. And the way that you can do this is in the search box on each of the platforms, like in, in Facebook, you type in your keywords uh, in the search box. And what you're going to do is you're going to look for pages that have those keyword terms um, listed in their posts, or you're going to look for people that have that are posting about those keyword terms a lot. Um, and then what you want to do is once you find that list of, of people that are have those keyword terms or phrases that that you're you're uh, targeting, is you're going to have to go through each one of those profiles manually and, and take note of which ones might be suitable as an influencer. Uh, an influencer for your marketing campaign. And what you're doing is you're going in and you're taking a look at um, how many times uh, they're posting a week, what are their posts about, um, are, are they really talking to your ideal audience, um, and and just seeing if people are commenting on their posts, how they're addressing those comments, if they're answering those comments, how they're interacting with their with their own audience. And so, so that's really good for most of the platforms. Another thing that you can do with the social media platforms, such as Twitter and Instagram, you can do a hashtag research and, and using your keywords as hashtags. And what, what, what happens when you do this, and, and I would highly suggest that you do this and set up um, some alerts so that you can uh, actually track them over time, is you're actually eavesdropping in on those conversations so that they tell you exactly what the people are actually talking about and, uh, and how they're addressing it to your audience. And it will also help you identify some others that are talking about the same subject and maybe even your company or your brand. So uh, after your, your social media research, there's another way that you can look for influencers. And that's through uh, looking at your own followers to see if they might even be a good influencer. And what you want to do with that is you want to identify those that are most active on your social sites. And you can use a tool called Social Rank, which is at socialrank.com, to quickly check out your followers by keywords. Uh, and what, what happens here is you connect your social platforms to Social Rank, and then you just type in your keywords and see who's talking about them. It's also a great way to look at some influencers because they may already be someone who's following you and they're, they're already warmed up to the idea of collaborating with you because they've already become probably a bit of an advocate for you. And then the next way that you could actually find your influencers is through what's known as blogger outreach. And uh, what you want to do is you want to start looking for bloggers in your niche and take a look at their reach and their influence. And, and what happens there is you're going to go, go and look at their blogs, make sure that they're talking about the same topics that you want to talk about. Um, and you're also going to look at their social media profiles to see how they're sh showing up on social media as well. Um, there is a service that you can use that will actually help you find bloggers based on your keywords and I and identify other influencers as well. And that's Buzzstreamed Discovery. And you can find it at I D as in David, B as in boy dot buzzstream.com. 
it's free right now. Um, and all you have to do is type in your keywords and it'll give you a list of influencers and, and um, bloggers. And it's a great way to, to do some of your uh, research. So once you have that, once you have that list of potential influencers, um, it, you're going to start to want to narrow it down a little bit and make sure that they're a good fit for you. And there's about six things that you need to make sure that you're looking at. Um, the first is, um, is their content in line with your brand or campaign message? And this is really important because um, these people are going to be promoting your brand. So they, in, in a sense, become the face of your brand. So if they're not um, in line with your message and, and in line with your brand, you're going to have a really big disconnect there. The second thing that you want to look at is how many uh, followers do they have? And the best follower size is depends really on your budget for the campaign. Um, so because in some cases you may have to pay your influencers to uh, promote your products and services. So you just need to make sure that you have that in mind when when you're choosing an influencer. Third is you need to um, you need to determine if they're actually an influencer in your niche. And you can find those clues in their profile. Um, are they posting regularly about your niche? And do, do their followers like what they're posting? And do their followers really follow their, their recommendations if they're making recommendations? And it's time for another break. So when we come back, we'll take a look at the last three things that we um, you need to look at for your uh, influencer strategy. So stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, 
please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were starting to take a look at some of the things that you need to consider when you're actually narrowing down your um, list of potential influencers. And we looked at the first three, which were, um, is their content in line with your uh, brand or your campaign message? Uh, We looked at how many followers do they have and um, if they uh, are influential in in your niche. So whether or not they're... um, posting regularly about your niche or your industry, um, how many followers do they have, and and do they like what they're seeing in those posts, and do the followers actually take action on some of their recommendations. Um, The next thing that you want to consider is how engaged are their followers. So so the way that you would do this is you want to scroll through their social media site or, or page and check Uh, their recent posts and look at the comments for each post and see how many comments they have on each of those posts. And also you want to check to see if they're posting regularly. So um, you want to make sure that they're they're posting on a, a rather frequent basis and that they're also interacting with those posts. So not only do they have comments, but they're also commenting on those comments. And then the last thing that you want to do as you're narrowing down your list is to check to see if they've done collaborations with other companies before. And uh, this is not to exclude them or include them, but it's to see if they've had some experience before and if if they're generally acceptable of the idea. It may be easier for you to um, get them to agree to be an influencer for your product or service if they've had some experience before. So now after you've narrowed down your list of potential influencers, it's actually time to start to reach out to them and start that dialogue. But remember that while you're conducting your research, you should have started to interact with your potential influencers where they are. So you should have started to comment on their social networks. Um, You should have started sharing their posts and commenting on their blogs or however you could make yourself known. Because what you're doing is you're building that relationship. And if you are are, uh, interacting with them before you reach out to them, just make sure that it's not pushy and then that you're not trying to sell them on anything. Um, and, and, it, and the idea here is really to get them to recognize you as a follower and to start to build that relationship so that when you do reach out to them um, to begin that coll- collaboration, it's really not an out of the blue, who is this person kind of interaction. And with that said, there are three ways that you can reach out to your potential influencer to really picture your collaboration. Uh, The first is probably obvious, and it's through email, and it's probably the most uh, traditional and most effective way to do this. 
and the way that you find this out is you can, uh, they usually have a, on their social plot, uh, sites, they usually have a, a link to their website and they usually have a link to a contact us form where you can find their email address. So um, you just want to find their email address and send them an email. And you might want to say something along the lines of asking them if they're interested in a paid partnership that may be your subject line um, or if they're just interested in collaborating on, on a particular marketing campaign. And what you want to do is in that message, you want to say something uh, along the lines of uh, that you came across them while researching influencers for a marketing campaign. You love their posts and their engagement with their followers. And you can um, talk about a particular post that you found and why you loved it. Uh, and then you just want to give them a little brief a synopsis of what you are thinking of as ter in terms of your marketing campaign and um, why you think that they would be good for it and um, if they're willing to participate um, and, and just leave it at that and see what happens. But the, the things that you want to keep in mind when you're constructing that email is you want to be honest with them. Um, just tell them how you found them, why you checked them out. And if you've been following them for a while, just mention that so that they see that you are generally interested, that you are genuinely interested in them. Um, you want to give them a brief overview of the offer. Just keep it uh, short and sweet and to the point. Um, if you are going to compensate them, uh, tell them how you're going to compensate them. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to pay them. You can compensate them with free product or free service or discounts or affiliate marketing or something along those lines. But just give them an idea of how you're going to compensate them for their time. And then um, when you're closing out your email message, you just want to give them an easy out so that they don't feel like they have they're compelled to help you out and it's easy for them to say no if they really don't want to. Uh, when you're putting together that subject line though, you need to make sure that it, it's enticing for them. So think about it in terms of what you would use for a landing page or even one of your own uh, marketing email subject lines. And um, because they probably don't know you very well, you want to give them a little bit of information about you and why you think that um, you would be a good good fit together to collaborate on the project. And, uh, and, and the last thing when you're putting that email message together is don't assume that they're going to work with you. Um, you could probably assume the opposite, but be a little upbeat and say, hey, this is really something that I'd like to work with you on. I understand that you're busy or something along those lines. So if the timing's not right, I'd really like to... Um, talk to you in the future about working on something else as well. So keep that door open. Don't, don't close it by making it a, a no go away decision for you. And then if you don't like the email thing and uh, it seems a little complicated, the next way that you can reach out to them to uh, get them engaged and, and as part of your marketing campaign is to reach them through direct mail messaging on any of the social platforms. And this kind of fits because that's where they have their influence. But the key to direct messaging 
is you need to make sure that the message is personalized so that it doesn't look like spam and you're providing value. So, so what's in it for them? Uh, and you want to make sure that your message is short and sweet and, and you don't have to go into detail in that first message. If they're interested, they're going to let you know and uh, you can have that conversation offline after that. And then the third way that you can contact them is through the comments on their social posts or even on their blog posts. This is really a more indirect way to do it, but it is still an effective way. And, and again, just as with direct messaging, you want to make it short and sweet and about them, not about you. And we've all had those comments on our blogs and, and on our um, social posts where it's like, Hey, loved your post, check us out at such and such and such and such. That's not what I'm talking about here. This is all about them and, uh, why you like them and just saying something offhand, like I'd love to uh, talk to you about collaborating on a project in the future or something like that. And that's really, um, the three best ways to, to contact your influencers and to get them, uh, on board with you. Uh, and so, and so now that you've had those influencers identified and they've expressed some interest, it's time to put that campaign together. And I hope you're all saying, okay, yay, now it's time to start really marketing ourselves. So there's a couple of different things that you want to consider when uh, you're working out the details with your influencers, and that's your goals. You want to make sure that you are very clear as to what your goals are for the marketing campaign. And what this will do is it'll make um, their ability to craft their posts a lot easier uh, you want to also give them some guidelines. So, um, and what I mean here is I don't want you to tell them exactly what to post. Um, these are influencers. They know their audience. So give them a little bit of leeway as to what they're going to post. Um, but uh, you, you know your brand and uh, your goals for the campaign. So you just want to give them some general guidelines as to who your, what your brand is and what your goals are. And uh, then they, and, um, and if there's anything that you want to include and make sure that they include, you can tell them that, but just give them some broad general guidelines to follow as they're crafting their messages. And another place that another thing that we need to make sure that we're taking care of is that comp compensation. And as I said earlier, it really doesn't have to be financial um, or or money based. But there are a couple of different things that you can do. Um, it can be financially based. Uh, it could simply be a shout out to them on your social media and uh, sharing the posts that they write about you or sharing other posts um, that they've written or simply saying thank you for the shout out or, or something along those lines. What you're doing here is you're kind of stroking their ego and we all like to be recognized that way. Um, you can give them a product discount or a giveaway um, and it will get them talking about you more and more. Or the other way that you could do it too is you can offer them a commission 
Um, so if they're actively inserting themselves in conversations about your your brand or your company and products and services, it's not a horrible idea to say for every sale that we can tie directly to you, you get a percentage of the uh, of the sale. Um, the other thing that you really need to be aware of is that there are a lot of um, compliance rules that you need to keep in, in, in mind when you're putting together these, um, these partnerships. Particularly now, um, there, there are ways on each of the social platforms that you have to indicate that it's a sponsored uh, post, uh, it's a partnership or it's a paid advertising or something like that. So, um, those are some of those things that you need to work out with them beforehand before they even get started on putting together those posts. And then the last thing that you want to do is if there are any other details, you want to make sure that your influencers know that upfront. So, um, Things like the day and time of postings that are important for your campaign, start and end times, that sort of stuff. Um, if there's anything else that you need them to know and that they need to follow um, in order for both of you to be a success, that's what you want to include for, with that. And with that, we are going to take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of those influencer marketing campaigns that you can implement right now. So stay tuned. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network let's face it marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be if you are like many small business owners you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business at 411 marketing solutions we recognize that when it comes to marketing one size does not fit all we take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Thursday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info 
at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So today we've taken a close look at what influencer marketing is and how to start a campaign of your own. Uh, I want to finish up our discussion by looking at some actual uh, influencer marketing campaign ideas so that'll start getting your juices uh, flowing. And I, I think you've probably, now that we've identified who your influencers are and how to put together that uh, contract, if you will, between between both of you, uh, you're probably wondering what types of marketing campaigns you can launch with your influencers' help. So here are, I think, about six ways that you can uh, actually use an influencer to help promote your business. So the first one is um, using discount codes and affiliate marketing. So if your goal that you identified at the beginning of uh, your influencer marketing campaign is to drive sales via that influencer, um, your, your campaign actually needs to be structured with an incentive for both the consumer and the influencer. And what I mean by that is you need to give your consumer or the person that's going to be buying the product a discount. Um, for that product so that you incentivize them to actually purchase it or purchase your service. And then you also need to incentivize the influencer um, to actually promote that product and service through a, an affiliate link. And, and we've talked in the past a little bit about affiliate marketing, but what it is, it's it's just a really good way for you to track who's selling what because uh, in some instances, you're you're actually going to have more than one influencer that you're working with at a time. So you want to make sure that you understand who's selling what and and who should be get compensated for what. Um, so so that's one way that you can uh, uh, develop an influencer marketing campaign. Another is uh, to have some competitions or giveaways, and this is a great way to increase brand awareness and exposure to your target market. So uh, what, what you do here is you have your influencer host a competition or giveaway um, to get more exposure for your brand. Um, and these let everybody get involved, and it engages with your brand or your product and, uh, and, and what also happens here, too, is even if somebody doesn't win a prize, they usually feel uh, they feel obligated uh, or inclined to make a purchase anyway um, because of FOMO, fear of missing out. And when you're doing a, a competition or a giveaway, the one thing that I 
can't stress enough is that you check out your local and the national laws pertaining to giveaways and follow the rules on each social site. There are a lot of, of rules that you have to uh, follow and uh, you have to use special terminology and you have to have terms and conditions and all that sort of stuff. So just make sure that you're following the right rules and regulations so that you don't get in trouble with either the law or the social media site and go to social media jail. Uh, and that's all I'll say about that. Um, the next way that you can, you can actually use an influencer is for a sponsored blog post. And what I mean here is that in, in most cases, influencers have at least one blog that they're posting to on a regular basis. Some of them have two or three if they're prolific. And so what this is, it's, um, it, it, it really is good for a couple of different reasons. Um, and one is to help increase your search engine optimization because um, what it's doing is it's going to be searched for months so that if it's optimized correctly and the links are to your website, you're getting a lot of search engine optimization juice just from that one post, as opposed to if they're just posting to social media where um, it, the influence is going to be there for a couple of hours and then it's going to go away. Um, so it's, it's not only with the SEO on the blog post itself, but it's also with the backlinks to your site and to your influencer site. And it's just driving traffic both ways. So you're really getting a lot of uh, a bang for your buck with a, a sponsored blog post. And uh, you have to understand that with a sponsored blog post, this is the influencer talking about your product or service. So you're probably going to need to compensate them for that um, financially or with some sort of um, product giveaway. If that's one of the things that you're looking to do is if you're trying to get them to evaluate or review your product, you're going to have to give it to them. So, so, but that's a really good, like I said, that's a really good way to get some oh, brand awareness and some SEO juice into your site and into your brand. The next way that you can use an influencer is actually through a social media mention. So this is where um, they um, mention brands and products and venues that they generally love or they ha have a working relationship with. And it's best if you personally engage with them first um, via email to introduce your brand and talk to them about how that collaboration could work. Um, it's offering them complimentary gifts and experiences um, in exchange for that mention and giving them everything they need so that they they actually fall in love with your brand. And it's more, and this one is actually more effective if you uh, pair it with some other kind of collaboration. So whether it's a blog post or a YouTube video or some sort of multi-platform uh, campaign, because then you're hitting, hitting your audience from multiple angles. And it's also better if you have a long-term relationship with them uh, and, and again, the, the reason for this is uh, because your, your, your mention, if they only do it once, it's going to get lost in the crowd after a couple of hours. 
And then the next way that you can use an influencer is on on-site guest blogging. So we talked about having them do a sponsor sponsor a blog on their website or on their blog. This is actually uh, asking influencers to guest blog on your site. Um, and this is a way to get people to your site and talking about your brand and and uh, just getting those influencers to promote you. And it's also, it, it's just a win-win for, for both of you on the SEO side because you're getting those backlinks and on the traffic side as well. Um, so that's another great way to, uh, to promote your influencer marketing campaign. And then the last one that I want to talk about is really cool. And I've seen it done a couple of times, and it's actually a great way to drive traffic. And it's an influencer takeover. And what this is, uh, it, it what you're doing is you're creating a more meaningful connection with the key influencer. And what they do is they actually take over your uh, one of your social media platforms. And it could be for uh, 24 hours, it could be for a couple of days or a week, whatever works best. And what they do is they uh, promote the collaboration and the takeover on their platforms, which will drive traffic and new followers to your landing pages. And it's great for content generation and to attach your brand to a public figure for a period of time. Um, and it's kind of like a celebrity endorsement. And it's really fun because it could be uh, in combination with a giveaway. It could be an ask me anything type of takeover where your audience and their audience can come to your site and just start asking the influencer a lot of different questions. It's really, really a cool way to um, build your brand and build that partnership between the two of you. And that's really what you're doing here is it's a partnership. So whenever you're thinking about doing your uh, influencer marketing, you want to make sure that you're looking at it, at it as a partnership and not a one-way street. Well, we've made it, and I hope I've given you some insight into the world of influencer marketing and how you can incorporate it into your own marketing strategy. I'd also love to follow your marketing journey, so please connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst, or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions, or in our Facebook group uh, that's specifically for Marketing That Won't Break the Bank, which is Marketing That Won't Break the Bank podcast. Um, if you have any questions about what we've covered or even a question that I haven't answered, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts.